Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now it's it's pretty sunny here i don't know shut the fuck up it is (laughs) snowmageddon Oh my god, it's switched to like freezing rain now. Snowpocalypse now. Shoveled for about half an hour and we have a really small driveway. Yeah. Managed to get it cleared out. Yep, it's uh, pretty bad out there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go down that road. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm <Yes>. remembers. <laughs> a lot of history on that there, Rod. <laughs> hey, sometimes, cool. sometimes dead is better. <laughs> Uh, when you're talking about this weather, you're not wrong. <laughs> Sometimes this weather is wetter. <laughs> what the character from Pet Cemetery as a weatherman? Let's do it. <laughs> well, down in what, South Maine, it's gonna be wetter, and sometimes wetter is better. That's one hundred percent how they talk on Maine television. <laughs> <laughs> Pepperidge Farm. They used to have a guy, uh, fucking, uh, what the hell was his name? Jolly John, and he, hi ho. Oh wait, the, the <laughs> jolly, the jolly green giant. Nope. Oh. Nope. His name was Jolly John. Because <laughs> I remember a, a kids show where he was like, "Look up, look way no, that's, up." That's the friendly. Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah, He's jolly. Philistine. Assuming he wore a green suit. Hi, I'm Jolly John. It's time for our Stephen King update, being our number one export here in Maine. We'll check the... Uh, no, lobsters and blueberries, yeah. Stephen I'm King... I'm pretty sure there's more Stephen King novels than lobsters. Stephen King and related angry driving at fans. Uh, I still love don't that. Go, don't go down that road. I still love that I had Stephen King angry enough to drive out of his house very quickly. What? I told you that, that I went to his house in Maine. No. Oh, what? I I didn't. No. I went to his house in Maine because we were when we went down to uh, see Money in the Bank in Boston. Right. And we stopped there because we wanted to see what his ha- we wanted to see his house. It was like kind of a tourist thing, right? So yes. we stopped there, and <laughs> I was just like, "Yo, Stephen King, it's me, Dean Coots." And uh, <laughs> after I said that, <laughs> after I said that, uh, I saw someone get into their car. And I was like, oh, it must be like his assistant or something. And as the as they drove out of the gate, like through the gate, I looked in and it was totally Stephen King. And he like peeled out of the house. <laughs> He's like, I was like, oh, fuck. Was that, did I hit a sore spot? <laughs> He's oh, like, no, Dean Coons. He's coming for my gold. <laughs> Shit, it's Dean. <laughs> Gotta go. He knows I ripped off like three of his stories. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's totally what happened. This next story is about an evil lamp. Are you even trying anymore? (laughs) 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 Stephen King, Wing of the Library, A through Aardvark. Have you ever done a Stephen King month? Uh, no. But you've done a lot of his movies. 
I've done a few. We did like Silver Bullet and Maximum I'm Overdrive. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, Running Man. Maximum Overdrive was on another podcast. I thought you did it on your show. Uh no 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 we did it on uh, Basement Condition or oh. the Red on You podcast whatever oh, it was at that time. Shit. Are you sure? So, I swear I remember hearing it on your show. Are you sure Basement Condition wasn't on your show when you did that? No, Steve, I'm telling you, I know your show better than you, okay? It's true. That is true. As our number one fan slash apparent co-host. <laughs> I own this show. <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me, Steve. Look at me. All right, you guys want to start this episode? <laughs> Yeah, I just feel I, bad just, for Izzy. Is she going to join us, like, at part way, or...? Yeah, she may join us later. I, okay. I, I don't know. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-life plot holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy with your friend Steve and Carol and Steven's life together was perfect. I've got to get going. Right this second. Hey, baby. Hey, sweetie. I love you. There's one small problem. Hi, I'm Ralph. I'm his brother. We're twins. Are your parents, um... Yeah. It can tear them apart. I think you're going to let me know that everyone in your family's a midget. They're not midgets, Carol. Dwarfs. Whatever. Or bring them together. Hey, welcome. I'm Steven. Oh, there you are. This is Steven's father, Bruno, and his mom, Kathleen. And over behind the bar is Steven's brother, Rolf. Hi. You could have prepared us for this, don't you think? If you embarrass me, I'll never speak to you again, so just get it together. Is that fun drink? I think maybe I'm pregnant. When the going gets rough, it's only the size of your heart that counts. Would it really be that big of a deal if our kid was a dwarf? You knocked up this great girl, and you didn't tell her that her baby's probably gonna be little. I'm not like you. We are so cute and cuddly. Don't discriminate against us. You said these parties got a little wild. I never expected this. There's sure a lot of midgets around here. You better back off, Goldie Hawk. My man can do what he wants to do. <laughs> I'm ready for an adult relationship. What is this man doing in your bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> walk down the aisle. Ah, uh, Steven's a, he's a very lucky guy. Just hope he's smart enough not to screw it up. Is just a beginning. There'll be rough patches, there's no doubt about it. Canal Plus and Langley Productions proudly present command performances from Kate Beckinsale, Matthew McConaughey, Patricia Arquette, and in the role of a lifetime, Gary Oldman. Tiptoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve, and I'm Izzy, and this is everything I learned from movies. And tonight, oh, tonight we have 2003's Tiptoes, <laughs> starring Matthew McConaughey, Gary Oldman, Peter Dinklage. And not much Patricia else. Patricia Arquette. Oh, midget porn star. Hey. And we have a very hey. special guest on our show, Everything I Learned From Movies. It's Brendan and Nathan from What Were They Thinking? Hey guys, I'm Brendan. <laughs> and I'm Nathan. And this is What Were They Thinking? Mini episode. All right, <laughs> listeners. 
we have pulled what they call in the business a little switch em up on you. We, we, we tricked you. We, Nathan and I are not, in fact, Steve and Izzy. And Brendan and Nathan are not, in fact, Steve. Although, spot on impressions all around everyone. Just Indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very good. And scene. Steve, this is the first time we've been on your show, right? Uh, first time this year, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to the shortest month oh. of February. <laughs> Nathan, uh, the best is Nathan asked me like, "What's his theme for this month?" Since we're doing tiptoes, I said the shortest month. No answer. <laughs> <laughs> like yes, and what is the theme? <laughs> See, I thought uh, it was even... like February. Like these movies are just gonna make you weary, weary, weary. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but of course, uh, this month we're celebrating some of the cinematic masterpieces starring uh, some of the littlest actors that are out there that are still so great. And of course, this one has many of them. Uh, legendary uh, Ed Gale, Debbie Lee Carrington, and of course, everybody's favorite, Peter Dinklage. Oh, I thought you were going to say Gary Oldman. <laughs> yeah, he's a little False. person. <laughs> Fun fact, I know he's a chameleon. He is not, in fact, himself a little person. Wait, he's a chameleon? <laughs> He was acting, you see. And although Matthew McConaughey said during this movie that he was a dwarf, I'm pretty sure he wasn't even acting that way. You need to just put that clip right there of Matthew McConaughey saying, I'm a dwarf. Hey guys, want to start out with a fun fact about 2003? Yeah. Ooh, fun fact? Yeah. This movie... Is a fun fun fact? Because it's a super fun fact? Super fun fact! Yeah. Uh, This movie and Elf both came out that year, both starring Peter Dinklage. <laughs> oh boy! And both where an average person plays somebody who is supposed to be a little person. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, hey, you're right. <laughs> yep. I was like, wait a second. Oh, didn't think of it like that, did you? I did not. I would argue this one does it slightly more offensively. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> nobody would. Nobody was sitting in a couch when. The, when Elf was filmed. Well, not Will Ferrell, anyway. <laughs> Sitting in a couch at least three times that I took note in the movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I have those written down as well because I just have written down, Muppet legs scare me. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> I expected at any moment Gary Oldman to just be like, moving right along, bup a dum bup a loose and fancy free. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Are you guys drinking? All right. Steve, we need we need Of course to- we are. Will be. <laughs> and Izzy may be joining us shortly. Fortunately, you had some things come up, but uh, I'm going to start she off with a, a, drink, a so. wonderful beer that apparently was named after me. It's from... Uh, the King of Beers. Anyway, it, it's called Arrogant Bastard Ale. <laughs> so... Yeah, so... Yeah, that's got me written all over. Wait, Steve, I think you mean Arrogant Bastard Ale, so I, I don't know... That was, that was, yeah, it's never going. Yeah, so I'm gonna pop my top now. Hmm. Oh, my top! Oh, thank you. All right, and the pour right into my mouth. Glug, glug, glug. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, god, that's good. Um, yeah, that is a nice multi uh, American strong ale, I believe is how it's categorized. But mm. yeah, a lot of a lot of malt backbone, but some nice uh, piney hops. Hmm. I know you enjoy that sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is pretty damn good. 
from Arrogant Brewing in Escondido, California, and Richmond, Virginia. There you go. <laughs> Are you gentlemen drinking as well? I am. Uh, I am drinking a nice grower's cider uh, from, let's see here, it's a Canadian apples, but uh, it's the Bartlett Pear Cider. Uh, the tagline, no shortcuts, just great taste, plain and simple. <laughs> shortcuts. They're from Niagara Falls, Ontario. Canada. There's the top. Gone. Popped. Oh, my top. Tasting it. Mm. Tastes like pears that have been soaked in hooch. <laughs> so, by the way, good. you should note Nathan is a certified beer judge. Cider. I, oh, I know it's cider, but you are a certified beer judge. Certified cider judge. Sure. He's a cider insider. Hey! That's not... There you go. Steve, this is not an explicit podcast. We don't need that language. Is, that, no is e- that PG up in Canada or there's, something? There, there's no E rating here. <laughs> you know, like a girl with low self-esteem and something to prove, this cider is going to go down real easy. Oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, take that, internet! I have a uh, a little bit of Pepsi mixed in with, um, I believe it's, uh, well, it's spiced rum. I believe it's Appleton Estate, <laughs> the estate of uh, Johnny Appleton, and it is delightful. All right. All right. So cheers, ah, everyone. Cheers. Clink. You need to drink uh to even talk about this movie so we're all off to a good start (laughs) clink glasses clink together glasses go down let's talk about (laughs) thanks chris cooper from the muppets (laughs) yep (laughs) just maniacal narrates everything (laughs) picks up phone presses button opens evernote app on phone for notes gets ready to talk you know, if you put it to music, you'd be the next Randy Newman. <laughs> Takes out his phone, opens Evernote. <laughs> All right. So we start out in a storage unit art studio in the middle of, I assume, nowhere, uh, where Kate Beckinsale is making flower art, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Some great I, I wish Izzy was too. here because I was asking her, like, is this good art? And she was like, meh. <laughs> yeah art is subjective it is <laughs> well, subjective steve i'm not gonna let you fly past the uh the tone this movie sets right off the bat oh yes okay. because apparently this is a uh dumb and dumber-esque comedy if we're to believe the opening credits the the o is in, in tiptoes is bouncy you see and that suggests a sort of light-hearted tone that will no doubt permeate the entire movie oh my god <laughs> And it also starts out with a road trip with a couple people on uh, those those big uh, three wheelers. Gary Oldman looking yeah. super convincing. <laughs> it just looks like he's his posture is really bad. That's all it looks like. Now was this was he hard into his substance abuse? Gary Oldman had at this point substance abuse issues. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not even joking. I didn't know about that. Alcoholic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, he was a big drinker. Uh, 2003, so I don't know. Yes, I think it was the 90s when he was at the hardest, but I didn't really research that. Because then we get Matthew McConaughey showing up as Steven! Yes! He's gotta be the hero of this show! Wait, Steve, Uh, can I tell you why you didn't research that? Why is that? Because that's in fact a sad fact, because it's a super sad fact, because it's a sad, sad fact. 
Yeah. No fun in there at all. No. <laughs> we didn't bring us down Thanks, there. Thanks, Brandon. Everybody, have a drink. Oh, okay. If you insist. Ah, uh, arrogant bastard <laughs> ale. Ah. <clears throat> uh, right. Brewer's cider. Rum. <laughs> so McConaughey is dressed yeah. in a suit for some reason because he trains firefighters. Yeah, you gotta um, have a suit. Yep. It, and he basically is going away for a week uh, with his, I guess, fiance, uh, basically trying to convince him to stay for a little bit longer with a BJ, which he turns down. By the way, his fiance is Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, Gentlemen, which yeah establishes him the stupidest fucking person in the world. Yeah, it establishes <laughs> right. him as a moron right off the bat. Yeah, it's like I, I've always got two minutes for Kate Beckinsale. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Would it even take two minutes if it's Kate Beckinsale? I'd argue not. <laughs> Uh, then we then cut back to uh, the Road Trippers, uh, where Gary Oldman says, I can't even piss straight. I'm vibrating to death here. Yeah, and they're also pissing standing right next to each other. Yep. Uh, like, yeah. I'm not saying, like, you know, but I need my space when I pee. <laughs> like, if you're going <laughs> to go out and pee in the wilderness, give us, like, at least a few feet. Like, they're literally shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> Eyes on your own work, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is where they're they're peeing, and that, don't they meet Patricia Arquette here too? Yeah, they she gets do, kicked yes, off a bus, yes. right? Yep, for some reason. In the yeah. in the middle of nowhere, I guess they were going around asking for tickets or something, or I assume she was trying to get paid for prostitution. That's my guess. I don't know what happened on that bus. That's an origin story. Uh, but yeah, she gets kicked off the bus. So Indiegogo, um, we're making the Patricia Arquette origin story. Born to the Arquette family. That's there you go. <laughs> Oh, I want, I want to know about the character, not Patricia Arquette. Oh, okay. So say, don't get David after us again. He was super nice about that. Eventually, he was really chill. Well, he thought we were attacking him. Uh, we were not ready to rumble with him, and we were just just kidding around. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, but uh, Maurice, played by Peter Dinklage, uh, sees us lay on the side of the road and thinks jackpot. <laughs> um. Fucking Dinklage. So then we go to the uh, Little People Defense League Awards, I, I guess, being hosted by David Allen Greer as uh, <laughs> yeah, Jerry Holmes Jr. <laughs> Which is like the equivalent of like like an award to like Mahershala Ali for like achievement, and it was presented by like uh, like Tom Hanks. You know what I mean? <laughs> why would why isn't there like a little person hosting this? Or, you know, yeah. David Duke presenting at the NAACP Spirit Awards. Yeah, wait, what's the problem there? <laughs> oh, boy. But, okay, so now now, now I've got my questions. Okay. Okay, so they fill this whole conference center with little people. Mm. Uh, many of them actors, because I've recognized them from stuff. The dude from Twin Peaks is there. Yeah, Ed Gale. Uh, there was the... Uh, Porn star. Yeah, um, Nathan. Full. <laughs> no. Full. Oh, oh stop. no, the other one. Yeah, yeah Debbie Lee Carrington. Yeah. yeah. Full. Sally. Stop. How did you recognize her from porn? How did I recognize her from porn? I worked in a porn store for about a year and a half. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Okay. Oh. It's Sidebar. called. It's what? called Pirate Bay. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. No. Uh. Well. See. I had to look her up because she looked familiar, but not instantly recognizable. Mm-hmm. It's Bridget mm-hmm. Powers, uh, who's uh, a little person actress in the adult film industry. Mm. And I noticed her. It was like, man, she looks like little person Gwen Stefani <coughs> with the hair, but 
uh, when I looked her up, I was like, ah, I'm used to seeing her with with black hair because that's that's the hair color she usually went with. Nathan knows a lot about this. Fun fact, Bridget super Powers, fun fact, is a fun, fun fact. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't want to run past the fact that Gary Oldman calls uh, Peter Dinklage a diminutive French snail. Okay. There, I just wanted to get that no, out. Noted. So, we've got Peter Dinklage, we've got the guy from Twin Peaks, Bridget Powers. Uh, kitty cats. Kitty cats. Why, why, oh, why... Could they not hire a little person to be Rolf? Yeah. Gary Oldman's character. Guess who's not in this movie, guys? Warwick Davis. Hmm. Or, I don't know. I like, I mean, sure. Vern Troyer. Yeah. You could argue, like, uh, you know, to have a name, but you already have Matthew McConaughey in the movie. Well, And Kate Beckinsale. Well, yeah. see, we have, we have two Academy Award winning actors in this movie. And Peter Dinklage will make three here in a couple years. Calling it now. Oh, uh, you know what? I don't. Uh, I wouldn't find that hard to believe. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. Like, okay, so I had a list of like a lot of the stuff he was in. Like, it, it, the first thing I remember him from is uh, he was a murder victim in a flashback in an episode of Oz. Mm. <laughs> I don't remember uh, that. But he was in, like, the Death at a Funeral, both the UK and US version. Yeah. Um, you know, X-Men Days of Future Past, Angriest Man in Brooklyn. Uh, Avengers uh, Infinity War. Avengers Infinity War. He was amazing yes. in that. Uh, he's, like, amazing in everything. He's, he was in a season of Nip Tuck. I, I may be that the only episode of Saturday Night Live he did is easily one of my favorites from that year. Oh, it's great. Oh. <laughs> the Space Pants. Yeah. Sketch. Fuck. I nearly died. Amazing. I love it. And then I had Gwen Stefani. Oh! Regular size oh, Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Not Bridget Powers. <laughs> it was Bridget Powers on stilts. <laughs> anyway, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're kind of all over the map here. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, so, we're but basically, at the end of the award show, uh, Gary Oldman, or Rolf, as he's called in the movie, uh, shows up and meets his twin brother, Steve, played by Matthew McConaughey. And... Yeah. They have an awkward scene where it's like, hey, you want to hang out? You know, you got in a little late. Hey, you want to hang out? I got a couple hours. Like, no, nah, I think I'm going to, uh, I'll catch you tomorrow. Oh, actually, I'm leaving for a week tomorrow. All right, well, I guess I'll see you next year or something. Okay, bro. Keep it, keep it, the most, keep it sleazy. I don't know. Most realistic brother exchange in the history of film. It actually kind of is. I really like, like, the, like my brother and I have conversations like that, like around the holidays and stuff where it's like, oh, Alright, I guess I'll see you next year? <laughs> Can I just say, though, this movie could have given them, could have made them brothers, and could have said, like, you know, older brother, fine. Yeah. But they made them twins. Yeah. Okay. Gary Oldman and Matthew McConaughey as twins. As fr fraternal twins? Still, though, they don't even, I don't even buy that they're brothers. Like, they don't look anything alike. Well, maybe Matthew McConaughey should have grown that like, sketchy facial hair he had for days to confuse, and then they would have looked at least a little bit alike. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Gary Oldman looks like he's like conservatively 15 years older than Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come um, on. So, so then Maybe Matthew McConaughey's character moisturizes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't believe it. Right? I think he just plays the bongos and smokes weed. And, dri and drives a Lincoln? I drive a Lincoln. Alright, well anyway, Steve drives his Lincoln home to uh, meet up his fiancée, 
and they're sleeping and of course she has a conversation that it's like i don't want you to keep secrets from me where were you tonight blah 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 oh by the way yeah, i'm pregnant right before <laughs> they go to sleep yeah. not the most opportune time no yeah but and, and, also, like, does the writer of this movie, has the writer of this movie ever heard anyone having a conversation ever? Because people don't talk like that. Like, people talk oh, so awkwardly in this oh, movie. Oh, Brandon. Brandon, sweet Brandon. Have you never <laughs> had a conversation with a loved one where they've gone through their head a million times and they're oh. telling you for the first time, like, it's been said thousands of times no no i'm not denying that that the, these conversations happen i'm just saying that the words kate beckinsale sometimes uses in this movie like oh, when geez. she's like i'm not angry i'm bewildered <laughs> like it's like no <laughs> she wasn't the only one yeah oh no she's not i'm just saying like these conversations happen i just don't think they're written very well <laughs> kate does also mention that she is pregnant and steve reacts i don't know As- kind of appropriately sort of <laughs> i mean he's concerned as yeah. one would be wait how long have they been together yeah. well let's say a year or two i, I don't I think know she said about no i think it's been about a year they, they, yeah. they've been living together for a year but how long do you think like just based on their relationship like they've been together before that a year and a week well. <laughs> like how does she not know about his family by this point <laughs> Yeah, I I don't understand that part either, but, eh, you know, you can always do the, oh, yeah, they live in uh, Maryland or, you know, like three states over, and it's like, ah, uh, I'd show you pictures, but, I, you know, this is before cell phones. and uh... 2003, the year <laughs> before cell phones. Right. <laughs> the movie Cellular in 2004 was the first movie to introduce cell phones. It actually was exactly. a promotional. Get, so, so you get it. It was promotional material with the first cell phone. You get a copy of the movie Cellular okay, <laughs> on Laserdisc. Now, now, I know we we uh, we were talking about Kate Beckinsale saying she's pregnant, but um, I, I do have to bring to the point the foot fuzzing or the special effects, quote-unquote, <laughs> that they use to mask Gary Oldman's legs in, like, shots like where you're getting a full body shot. Oh, of. my God. <laughs> the worst you literally and most noticeable there's ugh. literally a scene where you can see that his feet are by his ass like when he's standing at the door i was like whoa <laughs> like it was shockingly noticeable so so you're saying uh what is it lucas arts was not behind the uh, special effects for this no, movie no it was definitely not industrial light and magic <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it <laughs> man how crazy would that have been if the movie ended and there was like an ilm credit right at the end <laughs> yeah it's like skywalker sound really like, wait hold on a second <laughs> oh my god no it would not be skywalker sound because one of my notes i've put it here several times is please speak up because kate beckinsale and matthew mcconaughey cannot have a conversation that isn't a whisper conversation they're very mumbly yeah. yeah, the only time it's not <laughs> yeah, yeah, is when they're yelling at each yeah, other yeah. and he's saying he's <laughs> Steve, do you know something about mumbling? Or, uh, I, don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I was perfectly fine. I understood everything. <laughs> <laughs> With the pregnancy part, she also says, like, he also says, like, uh, I wore a condom, and she's like, well, not when you wake me up in the middle of the night to fuck. You're right. <laughs> I'm like, wear a condom, you dumbass. <laughs> That's what we call sleep banging? That's 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 when I, I I I'm like sort of on board for McConaughey being like oh you're just telling me now uh, until until that moment and I'm like well that's your own fault 
<laughs> like, you you know the wrong hole when you know. Anyway. <laughs> There's usually some indicator. Uh, yeah. <laughs> from so, one or the other, or both. A, I mean, a, am I am I in? Am I in? Well, you are, but <laughs> pun intended. So on that note, we transport to a motel across town, and I I've written down. I think this is the third time this motel has been in our podcast, with uh, Drive Angry and Species being the other two episodes. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I know that the. There's a there's a diner that gets used like in every movie too, isn't there? I think so. Yeah, I, and I, I always feel like they just change the sign out front, but like the interior and everything's the same, and it's all like set up for like holding cameras or something. Like that. And if that's not a thing, mm. motel owner down on your luck in L.A. area, you might want to think <laughs> about converting. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I like how the uh, sign at the motel says "No pets and no prostitution." <laughs> yes. Because it's important to have policy. Yeah, well, you know. And then, so after Patricia Arquette's accused of being a prostitute. <laughs> and and, and uh, the guy says, you could take your children inside the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Jesus. <laughs> like, dude, like, even in 2003, like, people were... <laughs> that's, that's, come well, on. <laughs> well, the thing with that is, like, I would be offended for about three seconds and like, wait, how much of a discount is it if I'm a child? <laughs> Don't worry, Steve, you'll never be mistaken for a child. Even when I was a child, I was never mistaken for being a child. <laughs> you were literally seven foot thirty-eight. I was, I was five foot ten when I was ten years old. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Uh, so then we get uh, Jamaican music sex scene is what I have written down. Made Jamaican love. <laughs> also, uh, Patricia Arquette has a great line because he makes her this drink uh, made from morphine, and she says. I like to drink, just so we know that yeah. she likes to drink. Never would have guessed. Oh, <laughs> also, Peter Dinklage says, "Oh, I wish I had a crepe." <laughs> just so, yeah, just okay. in case we forget that he's French. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, he sounds Russian sometimes. The wish I had a crepe thing. I was like, did he just wish he had to crap? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a crap. Because it was like, you know, maybe maybe he's a little backed up, especially with the road trip and, you know, jerky his, and whatnot. Like, I love Peter Dinklage, and I think we've all said we love Peter Dinklage, but his French accent in this movie makes Pepe Le Pew look nuanced. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, unfortunately, the uh, sex scene with the Jamaican music that I just keep... I, I know this isn't the song, but I just keep, kept thinking, Flexa, about to have sex. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, it's interrupted uh, by uh, Maurice having uh, ulcers and perhaps a herniated disc. I don't know. Little people shit. Of... Little people shit, exactly. And so uh, Rolf uh, decides, all right, fuck this. I'm not going to listen to him whine all night. I'm going to go see Sally. Okay, hold on, Steve. Every time you say Rolf, all I can think of is Ralph from the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fuck this shit. I'm going to go see my girlfriend Sally. Oh, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> How great would that have been? I'm going to play piano. <laughs> How great would that have been? <laughs> Rolf and the Muppets. <laughs> Incidentally, Rolf, uh, Rolf the dog, obviously, my favorite Muppet. Oh, God, we broke Jesus. Brandon. <laughs> I want that movie. So, so you're saying you want Tiptoes to be redone as a Muppets movie? Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. A thousand times yes. And the, the uh, giant hairy one is uh, Matthew McConaughey's part. <laughs> Sweetums? Yes, is that it? Sweetums, yeah. That's Sweetums, where are you going? It's oh, good right to see you, my brother Rolf. Hey, it's good to see you, Sweetums. I get black hair. <laughs> I'm a Muppet, too. Wait, wait. So and of, course, so, of course, Patricia Arquette's the, oh, hi, everybody. Wait, wait a second. Janice. Wait a yeah. second. If that was a Muppet movie, Rolf and Sweetums as twins would be more believable. Uh, <laughs> Kate Beckinsale, as a human, like Melissa McCarthy yes. in Happy Time Murders, and she's blissfully unaware that Sweetums is a Muppet until he yells out, I'm a Muppet! Wait, wait, wait. You could actually, if you kept... If you if you kept Matthew McConaughey as a human character, he could say he had a Muppet family. <laughs> I'm a Muppet. <laughs> oh my god! This needs to happen. This is an infinitely better movie. Oh my god! Patreon.com/slash EILF movies. Let's make this happen. <laughs> a very Muppet tiptoes. <laughs> Oh, 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 man. Who, who, who would this, right. this piggy be? K- oh, K- Kermit and uh, Piggy are the uh, Oh my god, the parents. the parents. Oh my god! Yeah. There you go. Oh my god. Oh, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Alright, alright. All right. We're, we're giving away too much. We're giving Holy away too much. Holy shit. Here. Wait, last question. Sam the Eagle. Who would Ooh. He Sam the Eagle is uh, Kate Beckinsale's dad. <laughs> Oh, twist! She has a Muppet father. <gasps> there you go. Muppet Holy stepfather. Shit. Oh, and then there's lots of like, uh, there, there's lots of suggested, suggested like Muppet human like sex. Oh God, it's like happy time mean, murders all what over. What do you again. mean suggested? We're adding those deleted scenes. <laughs> oh, sweet deleted scenes. Why would you delete those? <laughs> well, coming up in fun facts. All right. <clears throat> okay, sorry. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> oh, damn it! All right, oh so we go to oh Sally's apartment. Uh, she invites Rolf in. Uh, allegedly, she's having roommate drama. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> and then the roommate comes back in. Um, and gentlemen, what happens in this scene? Nathan, would you like to take this one? <laughs> I'm, I, I still can't get over Rolf. I'm having a hard time. Uh, we're treated to a, to a scene where a large... Is, is he Russian? I... I think he's supposed to be Eastern like Pakistani European or something. Or something. Yeah. He's supposed to be okay. some uh, vaguely Middle Eastern, Middle yeah. Eastern or Eastern European. Yeah, I think he's supposed to. Didn't she, she say something about like Iran or something? Persian. Yeah. yeah okay. something well, anyways, like he's he's average height, and so is Gary Oldman, but not in this movie. <laughs> and uh, he beats up Gary Oldman, Rolf. Uh, Stop. Sally watches. <laughs> beats him. Hey, what are you doing? Him. Oh, ghetto blaster. <laughs> Wait, like Bad News Brown's finisher? Yes. Okay. And uh, so there you go. You got a wrestling reference in on their podcast super obscure again. one. Yeah. I my question was: Is this domestic violence scene supposed to be funny? <laughs> See, because this movie and its tone is—I don't—is it supposed to be a light-hearted rom-com? Is it supposed to be serious pathos about the struggle of little people? 
Everything. All of that. Is it about a relationship <sighs> story, but it's pulled off like a horrible TV movie? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think Steve may open the floodgates a little bit in fun facts. I don't want to jump the gun, though. <laughs> well, I, I messaged Steve after I finished watching this movie, and I said, what was that supposed to be? And he said, brilliant. So I replied, well, it failed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, did you guys find like if this movie had actually been good this has like the all the framework of an oscar bait movie yeah like absolutely. it does you can tell like they made this movie being like shit guys this is gonna get us in the a-list well because i mean they two do talk academy about award legitimate winners things yeah, and they do talk about like legitimate issues that little people will they face, like you know the the whole <laughs> organs. Yeah, little people being shit too big yeah, for yeah. their skeletal frame, and yeah, just like Gary, like Rolf said, little people <laughs> shit. Stop, <laughs> Rolf. Little people shit. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta get the band back together, guys. He wasn't even in Electric Teeth, though. That's or <laughs> Doctor May. Uh, Doctor well, Electric Teeth Mayhem. Electric yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. he wasn't the yeah. piano player for the band. I don't believe so. You may have. There was no piano. I think you blew. Do- didn't uh, Doctor Teeth play keyboard? <laughs> yeah, well, you blew so. my fucking mind, dude. Well, they're a rock and roll. He plays jazz piano <laughs> or blues piano, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I love Rolf. He's my favorite we, Muppet. We've talked about the Muppets so much. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where I drop in Happiness Hotel. She taught me how to do the tangle Down where the palm trees sway I called her Rosamia And she called a spade a spade Show me a rose and I'll show you a stag at bay Show me a rose or leave me alone In the next scene... Is she taking a pregnancy test? <gasps> yes. She puts it in her fucking yeah. coffee cup. She Okay, first, yeah, she puts the stick that she peed on on her coffee cup. <laughs> right. The part where you drink from. Yeah. Secondly, she's already said she's pregnant. Why is she taking another pregnancy test? Double um, check. Editing snafu. <laughs> I want a second opinion. Your coffee tastes like piss. That's my second opinion. <laughs> Your coffee tastes like piss. You're pregnant. <laughs> and you're pregnant. <laughs> and that's, it's a real quick scene, because next we find out that Matthew McConaughey is an abusive firefighter trainer. Oh, yeah. he's... Uh, by the way, I want to see angry. that... I want to see that movie, too. It's like Whiplash, but with fire. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Get me <laughs> Damien Chazelle! He's already working on it. It's okay, called, good. uh, Fire Slam? Uh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Firestorm. Like Wait, they've already done that. Uh... Yeah, with Howie Long. <laughs> Hot Pursuit. Coming soon. <laughs> Last Ounce of Courage. Wait, that's a God movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Army of One. Oh, shit. <laughs> God's Not Dead 3. Oh. That's <laughs> <laughs> search for Curly's Gold. All right. Tiptoes uh... <laughs> 2. The Search for Curly's Gold. Oh, the Search for Ross Piano. Oh, no! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Where to go, guys? <laughs> All right, so Carol's back in her apartment. Carol is Kate Beckinsale, by the way. <laughs> so, what is this world we're in? <laughs> All right. 
All right, guys, Ooh. guys, guys. We got to get through this. We're like a third of the way <laughs> through this straight, movie. Straight. Yep. Oh. We're, we're, we're about to have the meat cue. All right. Out of all the things right. that could have happened today, the last thing I expected was the Muppets reference. <laughs> so uh, Carol's at her uh, palatial estate studio, just uh. arting away. Yeah. And there's a knock at the door. Or garage door, whatever it is. And it <gasps> rolls up to reveal Rolf is sitting there like, Hello, is Steven here? <laughs> Damn you, Steve. Damn you. Have you seen Dr. Dr. Mayhem? Alright, alright. We're supposed to go right. on tour. He's out sick. We're trying to get the band back together. We're moving right along, you might say. Oh, well, well. This is where Carol finds out that not only does her fiancé slash baby daddy have a brother, but the brother is a little person. <gasps> that doesn't matter. Just finding out that, like, if um, if Izzy's brother were to show up, I don't know he exists. I don't think he does exist. But if he does, I'd, I'd have a an odd reaction. I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah. Yeah. Apparently he has narcolepsy, what? too. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he passed right the fuck out. <laughs> Yeah, well, he just got his ass kicked by a uh, Eastern European or Middle Eastern guy. We're not sure. But it's literally, like, sits on the couch. And he shouldn't go to sleep either, because he may be concussed. Yeah, but it's literally, like, sits on the couch. Literally a second later, he's out cold. Well, he didn't. I don't feel he got a whole lot of sleep at the uh, at the motel. So he'd <laughs> no. be tired. I know. It's just this movie. <laughs> Hashtag explaining it away. <laughs> right. It's this movie thing that I hate. Is like when someone's supposed to be tired and they sit down and just immediately are in the deepest sleep possible. Yeah. yeah. That's the biggest flaw. Everything spe- else is spe- fine. Everything else checks out. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of checking out, uh, back at the <laughs> motel, it's 3 p.m. and Peter Dinklage just waking from his morphine dreams. When uh, the owner of the motel is like, hey, it's 3 o'clock, get the fuck out. Uh, so Peter Dinklage goes immediately for his gun. As one is would. Is he supposed to be Russian as well? I mean... The like, the motel owner? It's like... It, yeah. I have no idea. It's like all the secondary characters who don't get names or introductions are just, you know, Russian or European in some way, shape, or form. Listen, I'm not complaining that we spend this much time with Peter Dinklage and Patricia Arquette, but I still don't understand why we do. Well, because we have to see their relationship develop as she puts crystals on him and tries to heal him with their new age bullshit. And it is written beautifully. And, you know, she kind (laughs) of saves their lives by instead of uh, letting Peter Dinklage uh, put a hot piece of lead in the guy's head, she just runs out there and beats him to death with her heel. With a shoe, beats him with a shoe, it's the best. (laughs) I got your fucking shine box. Yeah, right. (laughs) Is that a is that Milosh's wet, wet dream? Is uh, Patricia Arquette attacking somebody <gasps> with a shoe? Oh no, it has to. <laughs> it's not uh, Patricia Arquette. Yeah, oh, it's a. It's Don't CG? say it. CG. Yeah. CG. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Chica. 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 Milosh, did you hear that? Tri- they tried to code it for <laughs> you. Oh, no, we 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 no code now. Oh. We no code. CG is Carla Gugino. This Gugino, that's who you're talking about. <laughs> Don't try to fuck with us, Steve. Carla yeah. Gugino isn't even in this movie, guys. Where? Oh, wait. I have is that, is that her over there in the street? <gasps> oh, going to clean. Gotta now. go. Thank you. More later. Wait a second. That's not him. <laughs> But Montrose? <laughs> Wait a second. Montrose doing an impression of them? Also, guys, I just want to say at the very end of this episode, I do want to get Montrose's take on the whole Muppets aspect. <laughs> sure. Okay. Offensive. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, not if they have Muppets playing Muppets. That's perfectly fine. Right. Oh, my God. Imagine a movie where humans are playing Muppet characters. <laughs> just, they're, just, they're wearing Muppet face. Let's face it. Gary Oldman is basically wearing whatever the equivalent of blackface is for little people in this movie. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Steve. We are derailing the shit out of this. I just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my apologies. So back to Ralph. No, no I, mean, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, my apologies. Maybe not, maybe Nathan won't apologize, but I'll apologize. Hey, if I get to talk about Muppets, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, guys, I have to ask. Yeah. Carol, played what by they, Kate. What were they thinking? Kate, played by Kate Beckinsale. The fashion that she wears in this movie, what, what are your takes on it? Well, my takes Checks were out. that 2003 was effed for fashions to begin with. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you'll get into this later, but her lucky hat is pretty great. Yeah, would, would you like to explain the lucky hat? I Sure. So, apparently when Kate Beckinsale was offered this part, she said she would do it for scale, um, but only if she could wear her stupid lucky hat during the scene where she confronts Matthew McConaughey at his firefighters thing. And it's basically like kind of a toque but it's like it kind of dangles over the side like it's a weird like winter hat thing and it doesn't make any sense that she'd wear it but she did yeah yeah so so basically after meeting rolf she goes to talk to steven like hey your brother just showed up and of course steven's response is feck (laughs) uh yeah i was gonna tell you about him totally you know eventually Uh, by the way, you told me you were pregnant last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and she keeps saying midget, and he keeps correcting her. Is yeah. he supposed to be woke about that sort of thing? I guess. Yeah. yeah. He, well, he okay. also says the correct term is dwarf, which I'm not sure if that's right. <laughs> fun fact. Super fun fact. No, he said is. he said they're dwarves. There's a difference. Yeah, but yeah, as, as in like he never says it. They just. Get, go on to say little people for the rest of the well, movie. It's, yeah, and yeah. you made a good point there, Nathan, because it's almost as if he's saying it's okay to say midget for some of them, but those people are known as dwarfs. That's what it sounded like, how he delivered it. And I just, I, I don't know, I'm guessing, I, I didn't research this, because <laughs> I am not putting that kind of time into this movie. <laughs> uh, but if I can hazard a guess, it would just be that if someone was a midget, they're just a really short person with you know, their limbs proportional to the rest of their body versus, you know, being a little person or dwarfism as it was, you know, used to be known where the, they're short and their limbs aren't proportional. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Cause they're extra short. All right. So Carol and Rolf are chatting on the couch and that's where I've written down the first episode of Muppet Legs. Oh, my brother uh, didn't tell you I was a Muppet. Oh, <laughs> He's at least part Muppet. Those legs, man. (laughs) They're sticking up out of the couch, up and over out of the couch. Yeah, yeah. they're they're like seriously like tossed over and it's like, you guys don't want to make it look more real, though? Not even a little bit? Okay, that's cool. I would have loved if the legs just like moved up and down randomly a few times. (laughs) Like the testing Uh, the reflexes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Also, there's a a little Vin Diesel at that party, I noticed. I don't know if anyone else saw him. Oh, Mar- did not notice his, that. His name is no. Martin Kleba, and he is awesome. <laughs> oh, is that... Uh, that might be who it was. I don't know. It just looked like Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe that's who you're referring to. Yeah, I saw him at the party, too. I'm like, ooh, he's coming up later this month. 
I have written down, uh, Rolf is dressed like a sensible lesbian and Carol is dressed like a child with access to a prop room. <laughs> I want that hat and that shirt and those pants. Ooh, a dress, yeah. why not? And I'll take that wig. Are you wig. telling me that you seriously don't remember when hats like that were fashionable? I don't. See, see uh, here's the thing. See, it's not that the fa- like fashion in 2003 was a little weird, but she's literally wearing like one of everything. When she's wearing that basically like almost dominatrix gear, yeah, she's wearing but, a spiked collar. Yeah, the top half is like all da- dominatrix, the bottom half is like sweatpants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Time to go uh, yeah. meet the family. Everyone now talks with LP about raising kids. Who the fuck is LP? Who she talked to about raising kids? Little people. The about oh yes oh my god yes yes the parents yes the little parents uh that, okay I'm an asshole all right oh yeah so Rolf introduces Carol <laughs> to uh, Stephen's parents because Stephen didn't and they start talking about raising kids uh, specifically little kids yep. and you know we find out more about little people shit I guess as Rolf would oh. say. Yeah. <laughs> Um. <laughs> and this is and this is the conflict of the movie is that they're worried that their kid is going to have health problems because they think he might end up being a uh, a little person, right? Yeah. But yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not medically possible. Why? But uh, I like I I remember okay, I remember hearing when another uh another podcast uh talked about this movie and I'm pretty sure they said like they were looking it up as they were talking about it that Despite Matthew McConaughey having a family, like, you know, mostly little people, if he was with mm-hmm. another person of his, like, same, like, stature, that they, it would not be medically possible for them to have a little person. I, I, like, the fact, not that and it's how not do you explain possible. the third act of this movie, Brandon? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that it's not medically possible just because of his, like, family, that, that, have, that would have any impact on that, is what I should say. If it's... If there's a genetic history, you'd think there'd at least be a larger possibility of I'm it. I'm pretty sure there isn't, though. That's the thing. I'm pretty sure this movie, they did no research. And if they had, it would have negated the whole plot. But here's the thing. The amount of little people involved in this, you'd think they'd at least have some sort of creative consultant. <laughs> like, one person was like, um, they... so I just read the script and, uh... <laughs> no, Nathan, they did. It's, his name is Gary Oldman. My god, that'd be a great conflict. Excellent. I love it. Such pathos. Okay, now I gotta go read for Winston Churchill, and I'm gonna do that movie in like 15 years. <laughs> now, I've, now I've got to work on my accent. <clears throat> Holy Lord, Rolf! <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that would have been better than the Southern accent he does. Oh well, yeah. Well, well, he That's is Matthew true. McConaughey's twin brother, so you know it just does a little twang. There's so many issues with that. What you just said. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so Steve calls in to just check in, see how things are going. Uh, so yeah, Steve's calling, check in. Oh, you're talking to my parents. That's that. That's great. Uh, I love you. I'll see you in a couple days. Throws his cell phone into the forest. <laughs> what an idiot! And then immediately greeted by hot blonde firefighter chick, and he's like, Yeah, is, she, is he supposed to be like into her or something? I, I feel like know. there was a deleted scene where they had an affair because well, he. He turns, like, spoiler alert, he's a huge asshole even more later, and I feel like that happened at some point. Yeah, well, yeah, basically he invites her to go to a party with him, and it's, uh, his parents are hosting, like, this big mansion party, uh, with all the little people they could find. 
and uh, you know other guests as well but he shows up with her and another girl i guess another firefighter uh brunette one and izzy's like why would he do this i'm like he is trying to have kate beckinsale call off the relationship that's what he's trying to do that is yeah that is it i buy that. <laughs> i would i would get that but as soon as as soon as he shows up with them the first thing he says is this is my fiance carol yeah it- <laughs> like it's not like he's you know uh, hey, this is my friend Carol. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. I'm cheating on you. Call off our relationship. It's yeah. almost like this movie doesn't make any sense, you guys. Yeah, or <laughs> or he's doing that and like basically double daring them to like cause a scene at the party and end the and like. But wait, we just fucked on the way here. Like, yeah, we did. <laughs> that, and then that girl's like, "There's a lot of midgets here." Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for like. A record scratch moment when she did yeah, that. Right. <laughs> uh, hey, did you just call us a widget? Get her! Whoa! Best beating we've ever seen, eh, Waldorf? <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't the Statler and Waldorf made a bad movie podcast? That'd be amazing. <laughs> it's called The Upper Balcony. <laughs> So uh, Maurice is also at this party and he starts getting belligerent and uh, basically telling the host of the party that he's an asshole for having such a bourgeois piece of shit party. And and political power goes out of the barrel of a gun. Uh, I am French. I am proud to be French. Could you imagine that uprising? (laughs) The The one that Maurice wants. Yeah, but uh, but Rolf uh, steps in, calms him down. Like, hey, that's my dad you're talking to there. You shut the fuck up. But how, but, how's but, that accent, by the way? Was that was that spot on? Well, that's better than the one. Good he as did. Gary Oldman's yeah. was. <laughs> I will say that um, it's funny that when he starts ranting, like Gary Oldman is pissed, but Matthew McConaughey and Kate Beckinsale are just like watching as if it's like a show. Yeah, right. They're like, mm. wait, I want to see how this ends. Let them yeah. wait. Get the popcorn. <laughs> Yeah, they're, the they're the living embodiment of that Michael Jackson gif where he's eating popcorn. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, Ralph uh, basically calms the mood there a bit. And then he's like, now if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go try to find Sally. <laughs> Gentlemen, yep. does he find Sally? <laughs> oh, yes, he does. <laughs> now, I'm pretty sure they were filming uh, one of Bridget Powers' other movies at the same time so they could like save on money and location maybe they went in on the location together because when Rolf (laughs) finds her she's banging David Allen Greer and there's somebody else in the room (laughs) and it's in a glass room Yeah. yeah but the light is off so no one can see right no but there was somebody else in the room. Uh, like the grip? In a chair, just off to the side. <laughs> I like to believe that they accidentally fill, put uh, put one of the crew members in the shot. Yeah, it's, it's the sound boom. Yeah. <laughs> sound boom. <laughs> Alright, we really want to get that sound in there, so we gotta... <laughs> good, old, good old David Allen Greer. Ah, ah, oh. ah, ah, ah! David Allen Greer is such a random choice for this movie. <laughs> it looks like he just he just like walked in from like the middle of an in living color sketch. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but so after this, uh, you know, Ralph's obviously upset. Basically, runs into Steve and Carol on the way out. Basically, like I- I'm just leaving. Like, oh no, we we can go with you. Or, you know, we'll 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 go together. Make sure you get home safe. Blah blah blah. So uh, Steve and Carol leave in a separate car. But at this point, I've written down. What about the fire sluts? Are you just leaving them at the party? So, so yeah, does he just leave the two fire sluts there at the party and, like, bail? Uh, they're fire pole sliders, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I said, right? Yes. Pretty much. But I said it the politically correct way. <laughs> that's, the, that's the preferred nomenclature. All right, so, yeah, the fire knobs are left at the hotel. Or the, at the just mansion. Just left there, oh, yeah, yep, yeah, just okay. left there. We so, get, this is the part where um, the Matthew McConaughey and Kate Beckinsale are in bed. And oh yes! He talks oh, about uh, he talks about uh, Rolf as a teenager, oh, and uh, he, he says he says she asks him if he's ever been with a little person in a sexual way, and he's like, oh, you know, like playing doctor that kind of stuff, little kid stuff, and she's like, so you had a circle jerk with a bunch of little people? I would have loved to see that, right? <laughs> Uh, and then okay and then he also casually mentions how rolf got laid like two years before he did and i'm like well yeah everybody wants a midget or the time that (laughs) sally cornered him and said you haven't fucked me in five months in front of the school administration Uh, steve steve they're called little people Uh, i'm sorry everybody wants a little person i mean it's on the bucket list there you go fun fact hey check you know what bridget (laughs) powers i'm just saying (laughs) yeah she also says Another line which, like, another super, like, non-natural sounding line by Kate Beckinsale. She says, I think you have a lot of ambivalence about your family being little. Uh, I don't, yeah. Like, I don't know if she's using that word properly. And that, I think, I think and, you, like, what? You are, need you to Google fucking, that word. are you a fucking psychiatrist? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> my, my response as a Steve would have been, bitch, you're an artist. <laughs> Go paint your fucking flowers. <laughs> yeah, go paint some fucking flowers or something. You don't know shit. Best <laughs> part coming up. Dog Kate co- Beckinsale's parents meet Matt McConaughey. Yes, I love this, this scene delightful. so fucking much. This is the spike dog collar scene. Why is Kate Beckinsale wearing the spike dog collar and not Rolf? <laughs> that was in my drawer and you know it. You went into my trailer, you dumb bitch. It even has my name on it. <laughs> all right so yeah so carol invites her parents to meet steven's family and um the, okay i love the dad the dad he gets all boozed up and he's terrible oh yes. that was so <laughs> cringy uh but but carol's mom sylvia is like super like concerned like looking around and everything and it's all kind of weird she's like if you embarrass me i'll never speak to you again can I can I ask you a question, Steve? Yes, you may. Okay, you remember the the little people convention, like towards the beginning of the movie? Yeah, the little people defense league. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when um, they said like kitty cats met? Was it Bobby that she was introduced to? Because they were like introduced in that scene, and then like at that party that we just passed like a while ago, they're like together already. Yeah, they're like a couple. Like, how much time has passed? I'm sorry, but if a girl like that gives you the time of day, you pay attention, my friend. Yeah. I just, I'm just not sure. I'm just trying to figure out the timeline. <laughs> I liked how snarky the kids were about her when they uh, when they were talking about her at the party. Look at her tits. Yeah, did you see her tits? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. And I did. They're nice. I mean, proportional and everything. Yeah. What's yeah. wrong with her tits? <laughs> Nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the so, parents, the parents meeting the parents scene is is fantastic. Yeah, and then and then toward what? Why is Kate Beckett Sales' mo- uh, mom so concerned? Well, as it uh, turns out, yeah, her grandpa is an Orthodox Jew, and okay. they would love to have a Jewish <gasps> ceremony uh, so that he can be invited oh. to the wedding. That's oh. why she was super concerned. Oh, thank God! I thought you were going to say it was because they were little people. No, even though every single reaction she has in that scene is concerned about them being little people and just giving weird looks at her daughter, like what what's going on? Oh. With that? God, that would have been so contrived. Huh? Weird. <laughs> yeah. So then we God. smash cut to the next day when they're having a Jewish ceremony. I don't know. There's a lot of time jumps in this Super fucking movie. Sp- well, that would explain why it was so par- sparsely attended. Yeah. I say, that was that was quite the wedding kiss. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Matthew went in for the kill. <laughs> I, have a, I have a note here. They have Dexter Holland hair. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Peter Dinklage and uh, Patricia Arquette are at the wedding. Oh, yeah. But they've got... Their hair looks like Dexter Holland from, like... Uh, early's offspring. Yeah, it's a uh, cornrows, I believe, is what's referred to. All braided, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he says, "I believe marriage is the most unsexual thing. Take a lover and turn them into a sibling." Yeah, it's just so relative. <laughs> <laughs> relative, yeah. <laughs> it take all the yeah. passion out. Yeah. So Carol and, and Steve start- are just married. They jump into the SUV, um, but then Carol sees Rolf walking away and is like, "Oh." Uh, just a sec. I'm gonna go talk to your brother real quick. Kisses him on the mouth! On the mouth! On her wedding! Her new husband's brother on the mouth. Calm down. Here, wait. Don't be so suburban. Literally has the engine running to go to their marital bed. No, I'm sorry. That's not okay. (laughs) (laughs) Although, I have a theory, guys. Gary Oldman and Matthew McConaughey play twins in this movie. Maybe she was just confused. They get get out. They get out, Meryl. Like. <laughs> Maybe she thought it was her husband. <laughs> oh, it's not me! Oh! <laughs> uh, so then she drives off Fuck. with Rolf. Uh, I'm sorry, Steve, because I got confused there for a second. <laughs> yeah, they look so Christ. much alike. They look so much alike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then we, again, smash cut to her having a baby. And apparently it's a little baby. And Steve takes the news appropriately, I guess. Okay, you've had nine months. Scratch that. You've had a whole life to prepare yourself for this possibility. And now you start punching holes in the yeah, right? She is a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, Steve uh, loses his shit, punches a hole in the wall. Basically, just started, he's like, "Fuck this, I'm out." <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question, both of you? Yes. If you had to pick, who would you say the lead actor is in this movie? Carol's dad. <laughs> but seriously, is it Matthew McConaughey? He's, or he's definitely my Joe Grizzly in this movie. Shout out to Colt Forty Five. Well, <laughs> is it? I. You know what? I'm gonna say it's Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, yeah. Matthew yeah, it's, McConaughey it's is given is given the and Matthew McConaughey treatment during the credits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I thought, according to the 
DVD cover or the YouTube cover, which I paid three ninety nine for. <laughs> he is the first actor listed. He is not the lead. Academy Award He's winner Matthew McConaughey. Sells the tickets. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, not Academy Award winner at the time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Academy Award watcher at the time. Uh, but yeah, so the baby's crying a lot, and we have the conversation where Matthew McConaughey mentions that he is a dwarf. <laughs> He's like, you know what? It's like, just, just, just name his condition, Carol. Just say what he is. Just say it. Just call him a dwarf. He's a say dwarf. He's a dwarf. I'm a dwarf. <laughs> They are both so much better than this. <laughs> right? Matthew McConaughey is a fucking monster because his solution to all this is like, I'm just going to abandon my wife and child. And they just got married. Yep. Like, not even a year. I, I also liked all the baby toys were all over the workout equipment. Because <laughs> that apartment was the most unchildproofed apartment I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> Like there's there's like steel circular staircases up to everything. There's art and lead paint everywhere. And yeah, the baby toys are on the workout equipment. Once that baby starts crawling, it's a goner. And I think that honey, was kind of the intent. Honey, baby's that outside. That was McConaughey's plan. Baby's outside the window again. Can you get him? Thanks. Baby in the fire escape. Yeah. Baby in the vent. Baby in the wood chipper. Oh, oh no. I'm, oh no. I'm formulating a board game now. Baby's doing a Steve Buscemi <laughs> impression. The wood chipper, honey. No, oh, baby, baby, so... stop eating the avocado flavored lead paints. Oh no, they're splitting, or at least that's the solution. They're gonna split up. Yep. What is this? Kate Beckinsale? Does she stay in the city at her studio where she does all of her art and supposedly supports herself? Somehow. <laughs> what does she do? Uh, she, she goes to a cabin with yes. McConaughey's twin brother, Rolf. Twin brother. Where he's a writing. And don't yep. forget Moise, the French Marxist. Yes, and Patricia Arquette. With, with, with the, I thought it was weird that a Marxist would have a cross tattoo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's almost like that was Peter Dinklage's real tattoo, and he's like, I'm not going to yeah. cover it up. This movie fucking sucks. I cover up nothing, <laughs> and I don't wear sleeves. <laughs> I do not believe in sleeves. Sleeves are a symbol of the bourgeoisie. Sleeves are the less, least sexual clothing. Wait, it's actually, they're like, probably the most sexual. Let me think about like this being, for a second. Being a relative. <laughs> when uh, when Peter Dinklage, is, uh, when Maurice and Patricia Arquette have their fight, that loud music fight. Yeah. My only note was, yep, been there. Yeah, yeah I've, I've had roommates. <laughs> also, it sounded like when you said Patricia Arquette, Nathan, that you were like searching in your head for a character name for her, and I was like, I can't think of one either. I I, I think it's Lucy, right? I was like, I was like, when okay. Peter Dinklage okay. and way to go, Steve. When Peter Dinklage and Mother from Boyhood were having fights. <laughs> <laughs> when you know what? When Peter Dinklage and Medium start fighting. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, guys, I've got it. When Peter Dinklage and Alabama start fighting. Guys, All right, so Tyrion Lannister and Alabama are fighting. Yeah, watch True Romance, guys. Much better movie. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, they're at the cabin. So it's Kate Beckinsale, Peter Dinklage, Patricia Arquette, Gary, and, uh, oh, Gary Oldman, what am I talking about? And Rolf. Rolf. <laughs> yeah. And then, 
And then we get to the next morning, they're having breakfast, and it's feeding time for the baby. Oh boy, yeah. here we go. What? The, the oh. feeding time for the baby? You oh, know, I just, I didn't know where you Kate, went. Kate Beckinsale's boobies? That's, anyway. But you don't see them. You don't, unfortunately. Um, also, did you guys notice the baby in some of those shots looked like uh, worse than the baby in American Sniper? Yes. Yes, there there was definitely a lot of fake babies passed around in those scenes, and oh, yeah. and even when it even when it showed the like real baby, I was like, ooh, put it back in. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that one that's not done. That one's not done yet. <laughs> back in the oven Ouch. you go. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's a couple scenes where like uh, Rolf is quieting the baby at night so that uh, Carol can sleep. And we get another There's scene with the Muppet legs. legs. Out of the couch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. But then, uh, but then Matthew McConaughey shows back up. Uh, Return of the Mac. And he's like, hey, I know I abandoned you and the child, but how come I'm not allowed to be around? How come you're mad that I'm around? That's weird. How come uh, this is uncomfortable? Is it because I abandoned you in your time of need? <laughs> At this point, I noted... This is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. No postal. <laughs> yeah. ha- yes. However, I have written down, this is actually the best that Carol has been dressed this entire movie. Apparently, Rolf is rubbing off on her and teaching her how to like match outfits. Ew. You gave me a weird visual when you <laughs> said that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, no. Put... Put put on the jeans and a, a suitable top. It, it shouldn't be come that here, difficult. Come here, lady. I'm gonna rub off on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get rid of that hat. By by the way, they they keep talking about the child in the little altercation. I'm like, what is the child's name? Vincent. Vincent. Yes, they finally fucking said it because they didn't earlier in the movie, and I wrote down, oh, Vincent. Finally, like right after I wrote down, what's the child's name? Because they kept saying. Our child, like, I don't even know if it's a boy or girl. Man, I think it was a boy, you, but... What would you have done, Steve, if the child's name was Kermit? <laughs> well, Kermit I don't know, that's a very good point. <laughs> oh no, Piggy! <laughs> Hi-ya! <laughs> Hi, my name's Fozzie, waka waka! Did you ever see the Family Guy joke where they showed Piggy and Kermit's offspring? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds terrifying. Horrible pig-frog hybrids. Kill me! <laughs> so basically, uh, Carol and Steve are both being kind of douchey and blah, blah, blah. But yes. Steve says, alright, love my son, fuck this, I'm out, and bounces. Well, no, he, he promises to to be better. Or to try to be Yeah, better. try to be better. And it's like, okay, that's, that's, a, that's something to say. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so stupid. He's yeah. He's like, I'm going to be better. I'm going to be a better man. And she's like, Yeah, but you're, he's like, I'm going to be a better man so I can so I can be with you. And she's like, Well, yeah, but you're doing that for me. You're supposed to do it for yourself. And he's like, Smork is bork 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 bork. Nerdy nerdy fur fur fur. And then and then all of a sudden you hear and then all of a sudden you hear. That's right, Beaker. I'm so glad this whole thing happened. <laughs> Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. <laughs> One in the same. I so, made a little person child. <laughs> okay. Is, it, is that the voice of the baby, Beaker? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Right. Jim Henson, get out of us on Twitter. 
All right, we're almost there. We're almost now there. I just want to watch that YouTube of Beaker singing "Never Gonna Give You Up" by Rick Astley. <laughs> or, or the end. No, no, it's 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 that song, but it's Beaker with the words put like he's lip singing. Oh, got it, got it. It's great. Or it's it's one of the best things on YouTube. Or also the end credits of Wreck It Ralph is pretty great too. Or Ralph breaks the okay. internet or whatever. Yeah. So at the end of the fight, Carol and Rolf hold hands. And I guess later that night, or maybe later in the week, they're just chilling by the chiminea, looking at the stars, and Rolf moves in to secure. Well, he she says, you can kiss me if you want. That's the last line of the movie. Roll credits. Yeah. So, <sighs> your uncle's married to your mom, kid. Like, the fuck, man? Ladies and gentlemen, tiptoes. Ah! <laughs> oh, Better than Postal. Still yes. better than Postal. Wait. I believe that's actually what it says on the Blu-ray cover that I have here. <laughs> All right. Better than Postal. Brendan and Nathan, what were they better thinking? <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, fun facts, <gasps> and what we learned from Tiptoes. <gasps> happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself what were they thinking because we sure have so much so that we named our podcast after it what were they thinking starring me nathan and brendan every other week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to and then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? <laughs> well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you. So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the defenders. Uh, but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Hi guys, we interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait, isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. 
So then how are we – I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean. And you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. The Sci-Fi Double Feature Drive-In Podcast. Hey, I'm Nathan. And I'm Brendan. This is What Were They Thinking? as the podcast. Uh, 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 come on, Dan, get your hustle on. Hustle, motherfucking hustle. Hey, we're appearing on someone else's podcast. But isn't this their favorite podcast? I don't know how this one goes. But this is going to be their new favorite podcast. Oh, Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine. Okay, now we're back. Nerdy stuff. <laughs> Nerdy stuff. I'm, I, Steve, I'm struggling with what I learned. I forgot to write this down. Right. <laughs> I learned nothing. Wait, uh, you 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 learned about uh, that? You know, they couldn't have had a dwarf baby. Well, I knew that before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got I've got two. You guys ready to go? Right. Wait, do you need me to do the ads oh, live? Ready. Okay, hold on. Uh, all right. Hi, I'm John C. McGinley, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies. All the best. Hey, I'm Dana Gould, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies on your on your radio, TV, Laserdisc record player. Hi, I'm Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> and you're listening to everything I learned from movies. Everything I learned from movies, Hello. which is not much because I usually do TV. I'm more of a character actor when you get right down to it. On Saturday Night Live, I played a dead body. A dead body! I And I'm Mother Superior, and I'm still on the way to Ohio to scold those young boys. And you're listening to everything I learned from movies. Oh, and Milos, you're listening to everything I learned from movie. And I borsty too, and my accent changes every time. It's okay. Is genetic defect. <laughs> I no, am no. hippo, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies. And the no, robot. No. <laughs> and I'm Ralph, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies. <laughs> Hi, my name is Janice, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies, okay? <laughs> I hope you keep all of that. <laughs> Every fucking word of it. <laughs> Oh, well, I guess shit. we don't need commercials in this one. Right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we just advertised all the podcasts. Those all are the right. greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding, Steve. Oh my god, he said it! <laughs> oh, by the way, we're back. Hey! <laughs> we're back. Alright, are you gentlemen ready for some fun facts? Fun facts! Super fun, fun facts! Because it's fun, fun facts! Exactly. Okay. And they're all so fun because they're facts. And sometimes we like to hear fun facts about the movies we talk about. Sometimes facts can be fun or they can be sad. But in this case, it's fun facts because it's a comedy podcast. Thank you, Elliot. (laughs) So I I forgot to mention, this is from director Matthew Bright. 
Oh. Who's he, Steve? Who's he, Steve? Uh, he directed that movie Freeway, starring Keith for Sutherland and Reese Witherspoon, as well as the sequel, Sound- Freeway Sounds 2, great. Confessions of a Trick Baby. Sounds amazing. Yep. Is, is, are those real things? Yep. Are those real movies? He also did a TV movie called Bundy, about Ted Bundy, and then this. <laughs> Makes sense. Nathan, I love how you're just like, I think you made those up. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen Freeway. It's not that bad. Uh, the first one I can buy. The second one sounds made up. Freeway Confe- 2. Confessions a of a Trick Baby. Wait, isn't Freeway 2 called for a few dollars more? So director Matthew Bright was fired after he turned in his cut of the movie, and the whole film was then re-edited. Peter Dinklage has said the original director's cut, which screened in Austin, Texas, was, quote, gorgeous. But the people who fired Bright ruined the movie. The director's cut ran for two hours and 30 minutes. Good lord. <laughs> An extra hour of this movie was cut. By beautiful, by beautiful, does he just mean longer? Uh, he didn't say beautiful, he said gorgeous. Oh. Which means he kept the sex scene with Patricia Arquette. <laughs> Sweet, I actually would have liked to see that. Right? Yeah. Uh, this was also, I, this another fun fact, uh, this was written by a gentleman named Bill Wiener. Um, <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote this and absolutely nothing else. Like, there's not even IMDB information on him. I'm pretty sure it's a nom de plume. But Bill Wiener. Is he a little person? Oh my god. I Maybe. just found a fun fact that I hope it's not on your list, but I really want to say it if it's not. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is from IMDb. It says, After initial criticism of the film, Gary Oldman was quoted as just saying, Try it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to I wanna, Give it a shot. I want to find that interview. <laughs> It's just like, so what do you <laughs> try it out, the, guys? Uh, Come on. All the critics trashing your, your new film, Tiptoes. I don't know. Try it out. You be the judge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of trying it out, uh, Gary Oldman kept his jeans extremely high and tight for the entire film in order to create the illusion of a small person. Uh, yeah. Fact. Uh, he also said he was inspired for his role by his favorite musicians, Garth Brooks and the Four Stoke Gang Band. Um... I'm not sure how that works. There's, there's stuff on IMDb that I think it, <laughs> on the trivia section is made up. Fun fact. Yeah. Because there's a thing here, and I'm sorry to jump the gun again, Steve, but I feel like this isn't a real fact. In this <laughs> film, Peter Dinklage drank so much water, he became the official water champ. He was soft at first, but got it done in three long chugs. The fuck? Right? All right, well. Well, I have a fact, that, or fun fact, quote-unquote. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I read something else. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Gary, uh, Gary Oldman often made his famous moose soup for the cast and crew and insisted everyone eat it instead of the provided catering. He claimed it awoke the machines within, needing for his once-in-a-lifetime performance. <laughs> okay, somebody is trolling this trivia page. <laughs> right. Okay, because this moose one says, soup? When asked what it was like playing a dwarf, Gary Oldman said it was very uncomfortable because of the way his knees would, and I'm quoting here, the way his knees would rub, rub, rub on the ground. That's what it says! Uh, I, I also, I have one here where it's, uh, the film was over budget due to full throttle spending by producer Burt Krasler. Large <laughs> quantities of sushi, Tito's brand vodka, and allegedly methamphetamines all made the list. <laughs> that was for the writers. Right. 
Right her. No, no, no. <laughs> oh yeah, right. So gentlemen, what did we learn from Tiptoes? Not a whole fuck of a lot. <laughs> well, I learned that little people know a lot about the struggles of little people, uh, the medical issues that little people face, and can deliver insightful nuggets as to what it, it means to truly be a little person. However, they are incapable of carrying the lead role of a movie about little people. <laughs> Fun fact. That's what I was saying earlier uh, when you were in the toilet, Steve, is uh, <laughs> that <laughs> the scene at the end when they have that kiss, how much more impactful would that have been if that had actually been a little person cast in that role? Yeah. Instead of Gary Oldman. Yeah, I agree. All right. I think a lot of the message from this movie gets lost because of Gary Oldman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's too distracting. A thousand percent. If, if Peter Dinklage yeah. were the lead... And yeah. hell, if Gary Oldman were playing Maurice the French Marxist, <laughs> I mean, oh my, how amazing would that? Be? And Peter Dinklage would, you know did the whole movie as Rolf. Then, yeah, I, the movie would get more of a pass from me if that if their roles were reversed. Yeah, yeah. but then again, you might you might also have people being like, oh, Gary Oldman is playing a role that like makes fun of little people. Um, <laughs> I learned uh, the asshole is the strongest muscle in the human body. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Patricia Arquette. Or Lucy, or yeah, whatever your name was. Medium. I've got, I have got. I learned two things. I learned that David Alan Greer is apparently... Uh, I just learned this today, that David Alan Greer is apparently starring in little people porn. And <laughs> I also learned that I would like Gary Oldman to play a Muppet. <laughs> that'd be nice yeah. Uh, yeah. and I learned that political power goes out of the barrel of a gun anyway. I am proud gentlemen thank you so much for joining me on this wonderful oh, episode it's our pleasure I, I understand you gentlemen are also part of a podcast if I remember correctly uh nope oh my yes. <laughs> yes he, he's correct yeah. oh wait we have our own one yes Yes, we do, Brandon. Oh, uh, okay, <laughs> Brenda, would you Sorry mind telling about us about it? It's called What Were They Thinking? And Nathan and I talk about bad to at least questionable movies. Um, yep. Normally, most of them are not as bad as Postal, but, you know, there's a few exceptions that come close to the line there. Uh, but yeah, we talk about bad to questionable movies. Um, you can find us on Podbean at www.ttpodcast.podbean.com. We're also on iTunes slash Apple Podcast. Stitcher, Spotify, and more. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Go to Facebook and search What Were They Thinking? And we've got lots of other shit. We've got Redbubble, we've got a Patreon page, uh, lots of cool shit, so come check us out. And uh, Nathan, is uh, Montrose there with you by chance? Yes. I told him that uh, I'd be on this show, so he figured he'd show up so he could at least badmouth his dad. Possibly. I want to hear about the Muppets, too. Right? Okay, let's, let's find out here in a second. Okay. Come on in. Hello! It's your good friend Montrose Monkington Third here. Uh, pleased to be on everything I've learned from movies. Uh, you can check out my YouTube channel, Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, you can also see me on Facebook, uh, Montrose Monkington Third Esquire and Friends. And also follow me on Twitter at 
Montrose the third. That's the number three R D. Thank you. More later. Before you leave, Montrose. Yes. Fa- uh, I believe your father is in the building. Just yes, well, that uncouth rapscallion who absconded to California uh, c- can really just take anything he has to say to me and put it in a letter. You made up at Christmas. You owe it to him. Hello, Fine. Montrose. Hello, father. Did you enjoy talking about Muppets and whatnot I heard in the other room? Well, no, I wasn't. I was. They were talking about it, and I found it highly offensive. How did you enjoy my performance? Yeah, you serviceable uh, as usual. I believe you refer to me as the Vin Diesel-looking fellow. Uh, well, that's just simply because the male pattern baldness has taken most of the hair off your body. Makeup. Learn to use it. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, naturel, as they say. Thank you. Enjoy your furry porn. More later. Bye. Deuces. So long, father. I'm going to check out a movie starring Bridget Powers, if you don't mind. I shall take my leave of you three. (laughs) Oh, I learned a lot more about Montrose. She's a delightful woman. (laughs) (laughs) And quite a looker. Well, gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Uh, Well, me. Me and Pickles. I mean, by us, (laughs) apparently, in this episode. uh, Izzy sends her love. Well, we send it right back. And, of course, you can find us at Everything I Learned From Movies at EILF Movies on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, We're on Patreon, all that fun stuff. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, untidyvenus.etsy.com you can find all the amazing art my wife does uh, ten times better than what Kate Beckinsale pulls out of her cooch in this movie um, and my wife also knows how to dress on occasion uh, and unfortunately uh, Izzy couldn't join us for this episode but uh, she had this to say a little later hey everybody sorry I couldn't make it for the regular episode but tiptoes oh my god tiptoes <laughs> alright um, I know that the uh, the guys kind of hit on this but what the fuck? One guy's name is Rolf? Like, what is it even short for? I don't even know what Rolf is short for. But, yeah, and then, yeah, with the, like, Muppet legs, like, Gary Oldman's, like, fake-ass Muppet legs. So creepy. Uh, but, yeah, this movie is batshit crazy. I absolutely love the first half. The second half really drags. Why are they trying to drag emotions into this? I just want to see Gary Oldman as a little person fight David Allen Greer over the love of his life, who's kind of a whore. That's the movie I want. You know what? Let's just follow his girlfriend around. Like, I just want a movie about her and, like, all the guys she's sleeping with, the, like, the, like, Russian or Armenian or whatever, like, cartel guy with too many chains who works for a security company. Um, let's follow her and David Allen Greer around. Like, and then what does he do? Like, is he an Elvis impersonator? I don't know. I want to know more about these side characters. <laughs> but, yeah, what does David Allen... I know David Allen Greer is, like, apparently famous. How did he get invited to this, like, little person party anyway? Like, what is his connection? I seem to have missed that part. Like, I don't know. Does he do a lot of benefits? Did is did he just, like, bang somebody and show up as, like, his hot date? I I need to know. These are questions. These are burning questions I have. I'm, I'm done with, with McConaughey's, like, I don't know, phobias or whatever. I'm even kind of over Gary Oldman and his just, like... I don't know. He's always kind of sad. I want to know about the characters around him. I need to know what happens to our French anarchist. What happens to him? So yeah, this is a. These are my thoughts on the movie. Thank you guys so much. All right, there we go. I really like tiptoes. 
<laughs> oh my god! We have a car again. Look him in their face, sweetie, sweetie, calm down. Wait, dolphin noise, dolphin noise. Oh, Izzy, we love you. So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Brett. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Brendan. And I'm Nathan. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. Perfect. Have a good night, everybody. everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And I'm Ralph. It's not where you start. It's where you finish. It's not how you go. It's how you land. A hundred to one shot, they call him a klutz, can outrun the favorite, all he needs is the guts. Your final return will not diminish, and you can be the cream of the crop. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. And I'm gonna finish Ralph, hey Ralph, listen, Kermit says you sang the song too quick. You're gonna have to sing it again, but you only have a minute, okay? All right. Here we go. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. It's not how you go, it's how you land. A hundred to one shot, they call him a klutz. Can't outrun the favorite, all he needs is the guts. How am I doing? The final return will not diminish. And you can be the cream of the crop. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. And I'm gonna finish Hey, Ralph, Ralph, listen, it's my uncle's favorite song. He says he'd like to hear it one more time, but you only have 20 seconds. All right, hit it. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. It's not how you go, it's how you land. That's 15 seconds. You're to one shot, they call him a clutch. Then I'll run the favorite all.